0: I come to preach revival tonight. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, brother. I don't know if that air conditioner's on or not. Praise God. Is it blowing cool air? Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. It's on, brother. I turned it on. Don't get it too cold. Praise God. Hallelujah. How many's glad to be living for the Lord? Amen. There's a lot of places that I could be right now. Amen. And uh, I've made up in my mind that there's no other place that I would rather be than in the house of God. There's no other place that I'd rather be than serving the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Exodus chapter 33 and verse 17. Praise God. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken. For Thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee. Beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall be no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. And it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by that I will put thee in a cleft of the rock and will cover thee with mine hand while I pass by. I will take away mine hand and thou shalt see my back parts but my face shall not be seen. But I want to focus on Amen, uh, verse 18 and he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. How many want to see the glory of the Lord? Amen, amen. Why don't we just lift our hands to the Lord right now and ask God to help us in the rest of this service. God, I thank you, Lord, for your word. God, I ask you tonight, God, to go before us, behind us, beside us, oh God. God, that there would be a mighty outpouring of your spirit in this place. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, I praise you, Lord. I love you tonight, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. You can be seated. I read a statement today, or maybe it was yesterday, a man of a, uh, I'm not quite sure what she is, but uh, she made the statement in this article. She said, see, this proves there is no God. And I thought to myself when I read that statement, I said to myself, this lady or this whatever she is has never had an experience with God, amen, she has never had God work in her life, she's never had, amen, a miracle happen because I can tell you tonight, amen, beyond any shadow of a doubt that when God gets through working in your life, you're going to know there is a God. Amen. You're going to know that God, amen, this world is going to know that God, when he's done with it, amen, they're going to fall on their knees and every knee shall bow and every tongue confess, amen, to things in heaven to things in earth, to things beneath the earth, amen, and to the glory, amen, that every that the name of Jesus, that Jesus Christ is Lord or God, if you look it up in the original, amen, and then it says they're going to, amen, it's going to be to the glory of God, amen, he said I'm not going to give my glory to another, amen, there's not uh, anything in this world that that can take the place of God in your life, Amen. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that this world has uh, given to us, and that, that they have proposed that this is the way, Amen, to live for God or to live your life or uh, to to worship other gods, Amen. But I have purposed in my heart, in my soul, and in my spirit that I am going to worship God. Amen. The fool has said in his heart in Psalms 53 and 1, the fool has said in his heart that there is no God. Amen. Corrupt are they and they have done abominable iniquity. This world they can say there is no God but it's because amen of the sin and iniquity that has separated them from God. I want to preach to you tonight amen that if you'll get a hold of God in your life that if you'll repent of your sins what's been happening in your life is God has been drawing you to him. God has been been convicting you of sin God has been drawing you to a place amen that he can begin to work in your life and to bring you out I said bring you out God doesn't leave you in sin he brings you out of sin hallelujah I said he'll bring you out of sin amen he doesn't leave you part way in sin he delivers you completely from sin Amen. Amen. If you are going to see the glory of God in your life, you have to have an experience with Jesus Christ. I'll just stop and say right now that Jesus Christ is God, manifest in the flesh. Amen. If you don't get excited about the oneness of God, amen, if you don't get excited about the name of Jesus, amen, you need to get a brand new experience. What's taking the place, amen, of that one God, amen, apostolic experience in your life, amen, you need to get a brand new touch of the Holy Ghost, Amen, you need to get a brand new uh, tongue-talking experience. Uh, You need to get a brand new uh, washing uh, and regeneration. uh, Amen, of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will regenerate you. uh, Amen, the Holy Ghost will set you free. uh, Salvation is deliverance. uh, Amen, when God delivers you, uh, amen, he delivers you from your sin. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But God's people would see the glory of God many times. After Solomon's temple was built, the priests brought in the furniture for the house of God and the Ark of the Covenant into the holiest of holies. The Word of God tells us in 1 Kings chapter 8 uh, that as soon as they came out of the holy place... uh, the Shekinah glory of God huh, filled the house. First Kings chapter 8 and verse 11 says, So that the priest could not stand to minister because of the cloud for the glory huh, of the Lord had filled the huh, house the house of the Lord I want to ask you tonight amen has the glory of God filled your temple has the glory of God amen come into the place amen has God moved in amen what is going on in your life amen that would keep God out you got to get him on the inside amen you can't have him around you he can't just be a conversation piece he has to live on the inside he wants to take up residence, amen, and live inside of you. Oh, come on. Hey, when you get the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will transform your life. You won't be the same person. Now, God will change you forever. He'll set you free. Hey, man, don't worry. I've got, I've, I'm going somewhere here tonight. Amen, the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Many times we liken this verse of scripture that they could not preach or they could not say what God wanted them to say to the people of God and I believe that's part of it. Amen. But they couldn't stand. Amen. I believe that if you're going to allow the glory of God in your life sometimes we got to get in the lowest position there is and that's on our face. Amen. When you get on your face and begin to pray if my people amen, which are called by my name will humble themselves and Pray. It didn't say play a game. It didn't say go to a football game. It didn't say go to somebody's house. It said to seek the face of God. Can I tell you? If you need deliverance in your life, if you'll start seeking the face of God, you'll get deliverance. You'll get what you're looking for. You'll get what you're asking God for. If you ask God, Amen, for a fish, He He doesn't give you a serpent. If you ask God for bread, he doesn't give you a stone. He gives you the Holy Ghost. I said he gives you the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus said if your children, he said if your children ask of you for a fish, he don't give him a serpent. If he asks for bread, he doesn't give him a stone. He said, if ye then being evil, Woo, man, Jesus knew how to, he knew how to butter you up and then suck you in the gut. Boom. He said, if you then being evil, know how to give good gifts, good gifts to your children. Good gifts to your children. He said, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask for it? Come on, somebody. Hey, Amen. How long's it been since you asked God for a renewing? How long's it been since you asked God for a brand new touch? How long's it been since you talked in tongues? How long's it been since you prayed through? It's time to get the glory of God back in your life. Isaiah 6 and 1 says in the year the king Uzziah died I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. His train filled the temple. Now I know we're talking about the glory of God. But this train that it's talking about here tonight, amen, is a... Uh, in the in the in the in that day that that was written, the, the kings uh, would take the defeated banners uh, of the armies that they had conquered, uh, and they would sew them together like a train off of a wedding uh, dress for a woman that walks down the aisle, uh, and they would parade in front of everybody to show how many battles they had won and Isaiah said that when amen he saw the Lord high and lifted up it said his train filled the temple amen can I tell you there's never been a battle that God has lost amen I promise you if you get into the Holy Ghost and you get into the church amen my God's not going to lose you're not going to lose Amen, you're not gonna have a setback. You don't have to backslide. You don't have to go in and out, up and down. You can live for God. Amen, you don't have to have a part-time experience, a weekend warrior experience. You can live for God all the time. Amen. Amen. There's 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 too many. There's too many alcohol anonymous type programs. There's a program for drugs. There's a program for gambling. There's a program for uh, loose living. Oh yeah. They got it all. But can I tell you? When God fills your temple. I said, when God fills your temple, all of a sudden, hey man, all the battles that you lost, hey man, God takes over, and he says, we're gonna start winning now. We're gonna start winning now. You're on the winning side. You're on the winning team. Come on, I'm preaching to you tonight. Hey man, God wants you to get on the winning side. It's not God's will for you to be on the losing side all the time, God wants to give you some victory. I said, God gives victory. He gives victory. I said, my God gives victory. Isaiah 6 and 4 says, And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. Then said, I filled with, here's that smoke again. You say, well, what was on fire? There wasn't nothing on fire. Hey man, it was God. Hey man, stepping onto the scene. Can I tell you something in your life? Hey man, you need God to step on the scene in your life. You need God to step into your life. And let there be the glory of God that fills your house house, your temple. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You're the temple of the Holy Ghost. Then said I, woe is me for I am undone because I am a man of unclean lips. I've been lying. I've been cussing. I've been telling dirty jokes. I've been, you just go on down the line. What did he, what did he go on to say? He said, I dwell in the midst of, midst of people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Hey, when God steps into your life, hey man, all of a sudden you start realizing, whoa, I I think I need to get right with God. I I think that there's something. Hey, when God starts dealing with you, I was on a boat fishing one time. And that fishing guy, they're not Sunday school teachers. And. We had hooked a shark, and that shark was stripping line off of that fishing pole. It'd make that pole zzzz. And he got his hand too close to that line, and it burnt him. It put a a, a blister about three inches long on the side of his hand. And he cussed like a sailor. About 10 minutes later, he says, What do you guys do for a living? I said, well, I'm a pastor and he's a pastor and these are our boys. He goes, oh. He got the revelation. I didn't say anything. I said, I'm a pastor. And I said, you ask for it, buddy. And you know what? When God starts walking into your life, Oh, no, I'm not likening myself to God. But when God steps into your life, you're like, "Ooh, How I many ever felt that way before? Like, Whoa. Man, I, I've, I've got I've to clean up. I don't know about you, but I feel the Holy Ghost right now because when God starts talking to you and God starts dealing with you, hey man, there comes a revelation. There comes a knowledge. Hey man, there comes a knowledge. Hey man, that hey, I have got to get right with God. I can't keep on living. Hey, this world knows they can't keep on living in sin. Hey man, they got to get out of sin, but they're trying to figure out how to do it. And I tell you, the way you're going to get out of sin huh, is by the glory of God, huh, by the power of the Holy Ghost, huh, amen, by letting God move in huh, and saying, come on, God, huh, let me get cleaned up, huh, let me repent of my sins, huh, let me get baptized in Jesus' name, huh, let me get right with you. That war's going on. That that war is going on. How many has ever? How many has ever played tug of war? And when it says God's on one side, I'd have wanted to be pulling one side, but I don't want my shoulders to hurt tomorrow, so I'm not going to have you do that. But God's on one side saying, "Come on, Christian. Come on, Junior. Come on." And the devil's on the other side. Pull on that side over there. Oh, I'm setting him. Up. <laughs> devil's on that side over there. Say no! Don't go to church. Don't go to prayer meeting. Don't worship God. Don't lift your hands. And there comes a time where you got to yank away from him. There you go. And what you got to do is just throw both hands in the air and say, "I surrender. I surrender." And you know what happens is the glory of God, amen, starts moving in. Amen. When you start walking away from that old life, amen, a glory cloud starts to descend into your life. Don't worry. You may, you may never see the glory cloud, but it's there. I've seen it once. I was at a youth camp, Miltonville, Kansas. How many, how many remembers Miltonville? Miltonville, Kansas. The old open, open air tabernacle. If it was 105 degrees outside, it was about 110 in that tabernacle. Woo! One hot summer night, We was having a we was having preaching. I forget who was preaching. I believe it's Keith Clark. He's dead and went on to be with the Lord. But he was preaching, and he said, "He was preaching. I want to see His glory. I want to see it in my life." And as a young man, I began to reach like I've never reached before. I said, I- I've got to step into a dimension where I've never been. I've got to go to a place tonight that I've never went to before. I want to see it. I want to see it. And while I was praying, I would open my eyes and I would peer out through the slits of my eyes. Hey, man! And all of a sudden, I saw a smoke, a haze in that tabernacle, and so I opened my eyes all the way, and I began to look, and I said, what in the world is that cloud, and I said to the guy next to me, I said, man, you see that, and he looked around, he wasn't praying, he wasn't doing anything, he said, do you see, I said, do you see that, he said, see what, and I tell you something, I immediately knew that what I was seeing was a glory cloud of God in my life can I preach to you Amen? that while you may see it the person next to you may not see it but God will reveal himself to you if you will be sensitive and reach and pray and say God I want your glory in my life oh God Come on, let's lift our hands right now. God, I want your glory. Oh, I want to see your glory, oh God. Jesus. Jesus. Can I tell you how you can get into a place that you can see the glory of God working is by allowing the fire of the Holy Ghost to come into your life. Then flew one of the seraphims, Isaiah 6 and 6, unto me, flew unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from off the altar. And he laid it upon my mouth. You say, Pastor Carricker, is that talking about the Holy Ghost? Let me tell you something about these men of God. They were prophets. They were prophesying about the Holy Ghost. And he said, lo, this has touched thy lips. And thine iniquity is taken away and thy sin purged. You're not, you say, Pastor Carricker. I don't understand what's going on in this house. I really don't see the necessity. First of all, Jesus said in John chapter 3 and 3, he said, except a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So quit worrying about seeing right now and worry about receiving the Holy Ghost and about being born again. You won't see God in carnal living and carnal thinking. You'll see him in the power of the Holy Ghost. When God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt, amen, they saw God's glory when he parted the Red Sea. They saw God's glory when their clothes did not wax old and their shoes, amen, did not grow old. And they grew grew with their feet. As As their bodies grew, amen, their clothes grew with them. That's what I need right now. The kids, all you parents buying shoes for your quickly growing children, God said, you know what, I'm going to show them miracles. Now, I'm going to tell you something, you got to, when God does a miracle in your life, he doesn't do it part way. I've been praying about a mir- I saw a miracle happen in this church, and then I feel like the devil tried to take it away, and I said to myself this the other day, I was praying about it. this happened several years ago. And I was praying about this miracle. And I said, God, I said, you didn't do this miracle to do it halfway to where it just make it a little bit better. But God, you did a miracle. Amen. For your glory. How many is hearing your pastor right now? Amen. And I said, God, I want you to complete uh, the miracle. Uh, I want you to make uh, the body whole. Uh, amen. Not just, uh, amen, way, but all the way. Uh, so that when people look, uh, amen, at that person, uh, amen, they know uh, that God did the work. Uh, amen. Can I tell you something? That when God brings you out uh, of sin and brings you out of the world, uh, amen, you're going to know that God did. Uh, did the work. Hey amen. God gave him manna from heaven. Hey amen. When they were hungry, he said, you go out every day. He said, I'm going to give you manna from heaven. Jesus said to him, he said, I am that bread of life. Hey amen. You know what happens when you get the Holy Ghost? Hey amen. You're not hungry spiritually any longer because every day, hey amen. I said every day you got fresh bread from heaven. Hey amen. I said, you don't have moldy, hey man. You don't have trashy bread, hey man. You don't have, you don't have to go dumpster diving. You get fresh bread from heaven, hey man. I said you get fresh bread from heaven. Come on, church, hey man. I want to hear the witness in this house and when you get the Holy Ghost, hey man, you don't have to go around dumpster diving in the sin of this world trying to fill your spiritual man. God brought me out. He brought me all the way out. Amen. Amen. I was raised in this church. I never left this church. And by the grace of God, I never will leave this church. There's this one one exception to that rule. Is if God says, pack your bags, Nathan Carricker, you're moving. Then I would say, yes, Lord. You say, why are you saying that? Because I want young people in here to know that the, that the Holy Ghost will keep you through the times of test and trial. There has to come times in your walk with God that you've got to get a conviction, amen, against the sin of this world and say, I refuse to partake of it, amen, I'm not going to taste it, touch it, handle it. Amen. I'm not going to have sin uh, ruling in my life. Uh, Oh, oh yeah, sin will come. My Bible says that if we have sinned, uh, amen, that if we confess uh, and forsake our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Uh, Does anybody believe that tonight? Amen. Hey, hey, hey man, my God kept me. Uh, I didn't go out in the world. Uh, Not one time have I been drunk. Uh, Not one time have I been high. Uh, Not one time. uh, Amen, has the devil Oh yeah, he tempted me Amen, he tried to get me But by the grace of God And the power of the Holy Ghost I stayed in the church Come on young people Stay in the church Stay in the boat Stay in this house And see the glory of God I had offers to start out making $100,000 a year in 1998 when I was making 10 bucks an hour. You do the math. $10 an hour does not equate to $100,000 a year. Not even close. You need about five or six times that amount. And you know what? I said God, you planted me right here in Hutchinson, Kansas. I'm staying in Hutchinson, Kansas. Oh, I'm preaching to you now. Not nobody's jumping up grabbing the chandeliers and spinning around on the ceiling fan. Because every one of you're going to get the opportunity. Every one of you are going to get the opportunity. Hey man, The devil say, hey, hey, man, what's your price? Hey, man, hey, I, I don't have, hey, man, a price. Hey, man, because I was bought with a price. Hey, man, what was the price? It was the blood of Jesus. Hey, man, that picked me up. Hey, man, that cleanse me from my sins. Come on, I'm preaching to you tonight. Hey, man, you need to let the blood of Jesus, I said the blood of Jesus, hey, man, cleanse you. And purchase you. God healed their bodies. God defeated their enemies. Does anyone need healing in here? Yeah. You know what? God still heals. Has anybody been healed this year? Stand up if you've been healed this year. There you go. Praise God. Well, we ought to give God glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm just going to, you can be seated. I'm going to take a little rabbit trail here right now. You know the reason why I get that bottle of oil out and I anoint people with oil and I pray sometimes for the same person service after service amen is because they've got the faith amen to come service after service whether they feel like it or not amen whether they, they they can make it or not they're coming to church amen for their healing and my Bible says the prayer of faith shall save the sick amen if you have committed sin they shall be forgiven him oh do you believe the word of God amen that you need to let the Holy Ghost amen the glory of God into your life uh, and be healed uh, whether it's physically uh, whether it's your soul uh, or whether it's your mind when you get prayed for my pastor taught us this he said wherever the problem is he said you lay a hand on it and say, I curse you in Jesus' name. I thank God for my healing right now. Come on. I don't remember the woman's name. But there's a woman that came in with a tumor on her neck. And Pastor Elder told her, he said, every day you get up, he says, you put that hand on that tumor and you curse it in Jesus' name. And she said every morning she would get up and she said I curse you in Jesus name amen I have received my healing amen and one morning amen she put her hand on it and when she said I curse you in Jesus name it fell off on the floor and to this day she doesn't have a tumor on her neck she's not in church I don't know where she's at hey amen but you know what God healed her hey amen can I tell you that God will still heal your body Hey, did God heal you of asthma? Amen. I remember the night. uh, Amen. Brother Tom Johnson was preaching. uh, And he walked by Sister Lewis. uh, Amen. And said, in the name of Jesus, uh, be healed. Uh, And God healed her of her asthma. Immediately, church. uh, Amen. I don't think it's just some hoopla. And I'm trying to cheer you on. I'm trying to tell you about the glory of God and how the glory of God enters into your life His God does miracles and signs and wonders. Yeah, hallelujah. was that a year ago you fell down the steps in the garage the other day she said I have just a slight pain in the top of my foot and I said what's that from she says, that, that's God's reminder of how he healed my sprained ankle immediately. My wife stepped out of, our, out of our kitchen into the garage and fell down two steps and was screaming and crying with her ankle. And I said, let's get her in the house. We got her in the house and we were talking about taking her to the emergency room. And I said, well, we better pray first. And so we started praying. And you know what happened? Hey man, as soon as we were done praying, hey man, we were talking in tongues. She was crying and asking God for healing. in about 10 minutes, hey amen, the pain had left, she stood up, she said, I think my ankle's okay, hey amen, she said, I'm gonna be all right, hey amen, and there was just a little swelling, there wasn't a whole lot, and by the next day, the swelling was gone, if I believe, if I'm right, I think that's the story, if I remember it right, hey amen, and you know what God did, is God did a miracle, I said God did a miracle, well, hallelujah, Hey man, you know something? God doesn't do things part way, but he shows his glory. I'm here to preach faith tonight. Hebrews 11 and 32. And what more? And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson. I'm sorry, I don't believe Samson committed suicide. You can't murder yourself and go to heaven. I'll take the shot for that. That's the way I believe it. The Bible says thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not kill. And so you can't take your own life And then ask yourself for forgiveness and say, I'm sorry for doing that. Don't ever get into that position or allow the devil to convince you that there's no way out. Get in the altar and say, I don't have time for that old nasty spirit. I'm rebuking it in Jesus' name. You say, well, pastor, what about all the people that's been doing it? They're gonna stand before God because every person that sits on these pews right now, real time, you're gonna give an account unto God for yourself. And you know something? I have a nephew, or I had a nephew, that in January... He took his life. And so it hits really close to home when I say that. And then all of us in here, we have a member that used to go to this church that did the same. And it rends my heart I said it rends my heart. And so I don't say it with bigotry. Or I don't say it with hardness of heart. But I'm preaching to alive, breathing individuals that fight the battle every day. I'm not saying you deal with that spirit. But at some point in life you may. And what you have to do is you got to say okay. This is not the spirit of God. Man, I don't know why I'm on this tonight, but here I am. The old spirits of this world will come knocking on your door. Hey are you? Are you empty garnished and swept? they moved the furniture into the te- into that temple and jesus said when a man is empty garnished and swept what's what's the emptiness that the holy ghost is no longer there you can't afford to get into that position don't ever allow yourself to become empty and the Holy Ghost to run out. You've got to stay full of the Holy Ghost. Because all of us, the living, we're the ones that are dealing with it day in and day out. Can I tell you something? You're going to make it. Can I tell you that you're going to make it? amen, you don't have to take the route amen, that the devil would have you go down, amen, get into the glory of God and just say if I could come through those doors one more time, amen I know where the glory is at I know where the glory of God is at, come on church oh come on church amen, the devil would like to steal the glory of God out of this place but I refuse to allow the glory of God to be diminished or to go out amen I'm going to keep the fire burning I'm trying to hurry Sister Moore if you'd come who through faith everyone say faith when you pray in the Holy Ghost it builds up your faith You know, living for God, there's going to come days where you have to get yourself by the scruff of the neck. Say, come on, let's go pray, big boy. Come on. You say, you can't do that to yourself. You better learn how. You better learn how. Say, it's time to go to church. Oh yeah, you ever notice how the devil every Wednesday night, every youth service, Mm, I think you might have a little headache. I think your temperature might be 86.9. You ever noticed that oh well, it's Pastor Carrick now the evangelist just walked off the platform I'm trying to be the evangelist tonight you know what you gotta do is you got say no nope, I'm going to church And you know what we all know when we're, and I'm not picking on one person in here I'm not picking on two people because even Pastor Carricker, the devil says, you know what, you worked really hard today. You'd, you'd just be better off to just stay home and call Brother Lewis or Brother Moore or Brother Manchier or Brother Joel character and have one of them preach. Yeah. Come on. Wait a minute. God didn't call them to be the pastor. He called me to be the pastor. That's right. That's right. That's right. Right. Go ahead. Kick myself. And, Get up. No, I'm not picking on one person here. I'm just simply preaching. The Bible says the, the 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 things that you're that you're experiencing are experienced by your brethren that are in the world. Now that doesn't mean they're worldly brethren. It's just simply say that people that are living for God just like you are, hey man, they're going through the same thing. They're fighting the same battle. So you know what that tells me? Hey man, that if one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. I said if one can put a a 1,000 to flight, uh, two can put 10,000. I'm going to come to the house of God. I'm going to pray a little while. Uh, Hey, man, and when Brother Carlos comes and joins me, man, I think I just felt uh, a little bit more liberty in the Holy Ghost uh, while I'm praying. Uh, Hey, man, and then all of a sudden there's three people. Well, if one can put a 1,000 to flight uh, and two can put 10,000 to flight, uh, then three should be able to put 100,000. Is that right, brother? Exponential. It just goes up from there. And you know what? When all of us gather in together, there's nothing that can stop the move of God. Oh, I I was watching it tonight while I was praying. Hey amen. The, the prayer meeting was kind of quiet. Huh, and the more people that came in, huh, hey amen, huh, the more power of God I begin to feel. Huh, hey amen. I begin to feel one mind and one accord. Huh, come on, church. I'm preaching to you right now. Huh, hey amen. Hey, visitor, huh, guest of Apostolic Faith Tabernacle, I've come to preach to you. Huh, hey amen. That God's glory huh, is in this place huh, and he wants to be in your life. We could all stand. Isaiah 43 and 2 says, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. My Bible tells me that God is with us. And if God before us, who can be against us? The glory of God in our life. I want to ask you tonight is there anybody here tonight that needs the Holy Ghost? Is there anybody here tonight that needs renewing? Is there anybody here tonight you've been fighting the battle? Amen. This altar's open, it's for you. Amen, this altar isn't for someone outside these walls. It's for you inside these walls. Amen, the altar's open here tonight. You can come to this altar. You can get a renewing in the Holy Ghost. You can have deliverance. You can get filled with His Spirit. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, the Holy Ghost is moving right now. Oh, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for the Holy Ghost. God, I thank you for what you're doing. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, has those move they want to come. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, come on, brothers. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, it's time to pray. Oh, yes, God. Show me your glory, oh God. Come on, it's not something this spectacular. It's just that God's with you every day. That God's working every day. And that's the spectacular part of it. Is that God is on the scene all the time. That God doesn't quit. God doesn't give up. God doesn't change. Well, come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, Lord, I love you, Jesus. hallelujah hallelujah well I love you Jesus oh hallelujah Come on, just reach out to him. Lord, I need you right now, God.